So my name is Haley. I've been a CBT for a couple months now, but I worked in... What um, is a CP? CBT. CBT. Uh, certified Veterinary Technician. Okay. Um, they're called different things, different places. Here it's Certified Veterinary Technician. Other places, they're called RVNs, Registered Veterinary Nurses. Um, LVTs, Licensed Veterinary Technicians. RVTs, Registered Veterinary Technicians. It just depends on where you live. Welcome to Younger Dove. My name's Marianna, and I'm interested in learning a variety of topics, but the thing is, I'm not much of a reader. Join me as I interview a mix of people in different careers or topics to see if I'm just new to adulting and haven't learned this stuff yet, or if I should have known this information already. Okay. And so what are your job responsibilities? So if you think about if you go to the doctor and you have a human nurse come in, I do all of those same things and more. So, but for animals. But for animals, yes. Mm. So I will do, um, I'll room appointments, we'll give vaccines, we do dentals, monitor surgeries, x-rays, all that stuff. Very nice. Very, very nice. <laughs> what is the education background that you have for your job? So I went to um, Juliet Junior College, the Veterinary Technician technician program. Um, I did that for two years, so I have an associate's degree in medical technology. Is that what's required, or is that just what you have? In this state, it's required that you go to school. Other states don't require it. Wisconsin, in particular, you can do on-the-job training, which means that you can say, hey, I'm studying to take the VTNE, which is a veterinary technician national exam, mm -hmm. um, and then all you have to do is work under a veterinary, under a licensed veterinarian, and then you can take the test and you can do it that way. How but long is the test? The test, they give you three hours and it's 300 questions if I remember correctly. Oh, wow. Yeah. You, you didn't take it, right? I did take it, yeah, on the CBT. Oh, wait, I thought you said in Wisconsin. So Wisconsin, you don't have to go to school to take oh, it. Oh, but you still have to take the test in yeah. any state. Mm -hmm. And you passed. I did pass, yes. That's good. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> I'm happy you passed. Thank you. And how long ago was that? Um, that was in March. I took it in March. March. And then I got licensed in May because you can't get your license until you graduate, so. Are you going to move up or can, can you move up or do you have to stay in your position? From where I am? Yeah. So it kind of depends on how you look at moving up, I guess. So with my degree, I can become a hospital manager. Um, I can move up and kind of do different things in the industry but I don't necessarily see it as moving up. I can advance my skills, but there's I can become hospital manager, or that's kind of it. Is that something you want to do? No. You like where you're at? I do. I think maybe as I get older, I might want to manage a hospital, but at this point in time, I want to build my skills and kind of work on where I am now, mm -hmm. as opposed to moving up. I think it's too soon. You don't want to become the youngest Hospital manager? No, <laughs> yeah. I don't. You don't want to set that <laughs> I think I'm already the youngest veterinary technical supervisor. So. Oh, congrats! I, I mean, I don't know that that's for sure, but oh, it feels like. I it. think so. I think so. I'm very educated in this subject, obviously, <laughs> and I would say you are the youngest. I mean, I started late, so probably not. But what do you mean you precious. started late? Most people have are like CBTs. Like, it's something to go to school for after high school, and I didn't mm. do that. I did something else after high school, and mm. then I went back to school. 
Oh, okay. So I feel like I'm not old for the industry, but I came into it older than most CBTs do, mm. or most people who are interested do. So you're still doing fine. I'm doing great. Yeah, you're doing good. <laughs> cool. So then, what made you wanted to go be a CTV? CBT. CVT. <laughs> Certified Veterinary Technician. CVT. CVT. Yes. CVT. Um, <laughs> I think that. Most technicians will give you the same answer, is that we like animals more than people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I knew ever since I was little that I wanted to be, I wanted to work with animals. So, What is your favorite animal to work with? Um, that I have worked with or that I do work with? Both. Because I prefer They're cows. Different. I love cows. When have you had the opportunity to work with a cow? That's what I did in Wisconsin. I was, oh, um, that makes sense because it's Wisconsin. Animal, yeah. I was, yeah. was going to become... Um, I was going to get my BTS, which is a veterinary technician specialty. Mm-hmm. I was going to get that in large animal, and then I didn't. Because I didn't like it, so. Mm. I didn't like where I was working. I, I liked the animals. I liked the work. I didn't like where I was working. Mm. So. So now, at your new place where they don't have cows, <laughs> what is your favorite? What is your favorite animal to work with? Um, I like small dogs. I wouldn't want to own a small dog, but I like working with small dogs. Okay. Smaller dog. So we've kind of already talked about this, but where can you move up from your current position? Specialize. You can move around wherever you want. The industry is so... Um, there's such a shortage of people. You can pretty much move anywhere you want to move. Yeah. And it wouldn't be that hard. Like, I wanted to specialize in large animal. You could do that. You can specialize in dentistry. You can specialize in um, emergency medicine. They have, like, dentists for, for mm-hmm. animals? Mm-hmm. It's not you? I mean, we can do, like, basic stuff. But they do do root canals and stuff on dogs sometimes. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. But that's, like, a specialty thing. And then if they have to have... Because sometimes they have to have full, like, mouth extractions because of diseases or something like that. Mm-hmm. That would have to be referred out to a specialist. Interesting. Depending on how severe it is, I guess. Do they also have special, like, eye doctors? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, they specialize in ophthalmology. Mm-hmm. That is crazy. You didn't know that? I didn't. Fun fact. I'm hoping I never have to work with one of those. Like, I'm hoping my dog just mm-hmm. stays healthy. But it takes, um, because we, general practice, because that's where I'm working right now, we can do a lot of stuff that, like, because if you think about it, if you're going to a human doctor, you're not going to your general practice doctor for your eyes. You're going to an ophthalmologist. Yeah. We can do eye stuff, but there gets to a point where, hey, this isn't healing. And you it needs, and I don't know where else to go from here, so you should probably see a specialist. Yeah. So that's like with anything. They have oncology specialists. They have emergency medical specialists. They have specialists for everything. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like they're almost humans. They have almost. all their little stuff. <laughs> Okay, cool. So then, what is your favorite part of your job? My favorite part of my job. And also, there's going to be a follow-up question. What is your least favorite part? <laughs> so if Thank you want. for doing me both at the same time. Yes, if you want to think about both of those. So my favorite part, I think, is when you get a patient in that's super sick and the owner is super invested in fixing it and curing it and doing everything they can for it and then they leave and they're better i think that's my favorite part that's good Mm -hmm. 
the, like the emotional part. Yeah. part. Emotional, like, hey, I've done something to help this dog, and they're better off that I've been in their life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. So then what's your least favorite? When they don't want to do that. <laughs> I was going to say. Convenience yeah. euthanasia is probably the worst part of this job. I have questions about that, actually. Convenience euthanasia or euthanasia well, in general? just the putting pets down. That's what you said, right? Um, so or something like that with they're sick and you can't help them? I mean, I mean, that doesn't hurt me as much if they're sick and I can't help them. You know You're what I mean? okay doing that? I mean, if they're sick and like they're going to die and they're in pain... I, I have a less of a problem with that than I do when the people just can't afford to do it or they don't want to do it and they're putting down a completely curable thing mm-hmm. because they don't want to deal with it. Mm. That's probably the worst part. So it takes the most emotional toll on me. Is when it can be fixed, it can but be the fixed, owners are choosing not to. They're refusing not to, yeah. They, mm. like For whatever reason, they don't want to. So what is the procedure of doing that? Of putting an animal to sleep? Yeah. So most places, kind of depends, it's vet preference, will sedate them and then put a catheter in and then you say goodbye and everything the catheter yeah or, no oh. it's like an iv catheter oh okay yeah. like a needle mm-hmm. mm. um and then do you use a mask to take the air away or is that just only with humans that is you're talking about anesthesia yeah no we don't do that okay <laughs> <laughs> so like if you want to compare it to humans it's like twilight you like poke them with some sedation they go to sleep it's mm. like they're not going to react or anything they don't feel anything you do a little bit of a catheter then they go say goodbye to the owner or whatever mm. and then it's called the owners know, aren't in the room i don't like placing catheters in dogs while the owners are watching me mm-hmm. yeah so we don't typically plus when you poke them with the sedation it can hurt and then they like kind of cry a little bit and you're putting mm-hmm. them down so then you feel bad that the owners are listening to that yeah i mean it's just momentary but it's kind of for them and for us yeah like we want to feel comfortable doing it none of us like doing it in front of them mm-hmm. i mean we can do it but do you have people ask to watch we have people ask that they not be taken away from them yes mm-hmm. and then you just have to like suck it up and yeah be brave oh <laughs> because that's the thing when you're placing a catheter and trying to find a vein, sometimes it's hard. And then they see you fishing around, and it's just not a good thing to be watching. Yeah, because I guess on, like, humans, like, you can see your veins, so you know where mm-hmm. to put them in. But, like, on my dog, you're not seeing nothing. She's mm-hmm. black, you know? <laughs> I mean, we, we shave a spot of hair so we can see better. Okay. But, yeah. And then, usually, usually when they're at that point, they're so sick that they are so dehydrated. Their veins are so small, and there's not enough blood pressure. Mm-hmm. So it makes it a little bit harder. I mean, we're pretty good at it, but I wouldn't want to risk it and have you, like, watching me poke your dog a million times trying to get a catheter in it. (laughs) So then how long does it take once you, like, stick them? Do they just, like, it, like, slowly just happens? Or is it... So the sedation, and then they go say goodbye to their owner, and you got the catheter in. And then the actual um, drug that we use to put them down, it takes a couple minutes, a couple seconds even. Mm. It doesn't take very long. And then do you, like, do the cremating? Is that, like, a thing? We don't do it, but we do have a company that comes in and takes them and does it, yes. Mm. What do you do if the owners don't want them cremated? They have to take them home. I mean, you've got two op- three options. <laughs> Private cremation, group cremation, or you got to take them home. Group? Mm-hmm. Solve them at once, and then... So, so private cremation means that you're going to get the remains back. Yeah. Group cremation means that all it means is that it's going to be spread at the pet cemetery, and you won't get the ashes back. That's oh, means. okay. Yeah. It's a little bit cheaper because they don't have to, like, separate it and do all the special stuff to keep your ashes for you. So you'll get an urn and all that stuff. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. 
Okay, we'll talk about more happy stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you have specific questions about euthanasia? Because I think that's interesting. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So it takes a lot of car- compartmentalizing. Yeah, I don't think I could do that. Like, I get what you're saying, that, like, if you know this dog is, like, hurting, like, it's good mm-hmm. for that the pain to stop, but I don't know. Yeah. I couldn't do it for my dog. When my dog goes, I'm going to be blowing my eyeballs out, but mm-hmm. I do pretty okay with other people's. That you don't know. That I don't know, unless it's a dog that I've been seeing for forever, mm-hmm. then I have a harder time. Yeah. But if yeah. they're sick, then. Yeah, you have to think about it like that. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't. I would be very emotional. Okay. We do have people that are very emotional. We won't choose teenagers. I couldn't do it. I could do, like, I don't think I could do the job at all, actually. Because I don't like needles. I wouldn't. And then, how do you, like, control the dogs when you're, like, like, not just the sick ones, but, like, all of them, if they need, like, shots and stuff? How do you control them? There is a whole class on restraint in tech school. There's, oh. They dedicate a whole class to it. Yeah. You just gotta learn. Because it's different animals, too. Mm-hmm. So, different animals, different... Um, techniques, but some dogs less is more. Some dogs you have to like bear hug them. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes all you need is a little bit of peanut butter, and then they're really good, right? Yeah. The does where you work are they like adoption? Like you guys do adoption? We take um, animals in from county, mostly cats now. We don't see so many dogs. Um, but we take animals in from county. We'll hold them for seven to ten days, however long the hold time is. Per what county. does from county mean? Will County Animal Control. Okay. So they get calls about strays. Um, sometimes people die. Sometimes it's a hoarding situation. Mm-hmm. So we take pets in from them, hold them for however amount of time that they want us to hold them for, and then once that time is up, they transfer them to us, and then we have a rescue through our thing, mm-hmm. for through our thing through our clinic, <laughs> <laughs> that allows us to adopt them out. Okay. If. That's Do you my, have, like, an adoption, like, time frame of how long you keep them before you get rid of them? Until... Is get rid of them the correct wording? Get rid of them. <laughs> what, is, what does get rid of them mean to you? It could be anything, you know? Like, I don't want to be dark again, but... It you know, we don't <laughs> typically euthanize creatures that are adoptable. So, they stay there as long as they need to stay. Okay. Do you have, like, fostering families? No, we don't foster. It's a liability for us. So, we will... I just recently contacted a rescue, like a different, like we're a rescue, but we're not a rescue. We mm-hmm. take animals in, and if we can get them adopted out, that's great. But sometimes, especially in our area, it's so hard to find people who want mm-hmm. dogs, especially. Um, so we will contact rescues and see if they can help us out. Okay. So if they're there for that amount of time, then we'll contact a rescue. Mm-hmm. Mean cats. Um, my vet has some farm friends, people who own farms. So they will go, he will release them on the farm and they can live out their lives there. If I were to just like bring you a cat, would you guys keep it? No. We would not. Where am I supposed to bring this random Call cat? Call animal have? control. <laughs> oh, and then they'll give it to you eventually. Mm, they might. I'm sure they work with other clinics in the area. Mm. Um, but we are one of the clinics that takes cats for them, yeah. So you really only get them from those places? Like the... Um, we have done owner surrender. It's very rare that we do owner surrender. That's when if I were to just bring in a mm-hmm. cat. I mean, if you found it on the street, mm-hmm. that's a little bit different, but how are we supposed to know? I mean, I know you, but how are we <laughs> supposed to know if it's your cat and you just don't want it anymore? Yeah. Or if there's something wrong with it and that's why you don't want it. You know what I mean? Yeah, but what's wrong with me giving it to you if I don't want it? Isn't that still good because I'm bringing it to a safe place? I guess if you wanted to do that, I would say go to an actual rescue. 
and not in like animal hospital. We yeah. just don't have the staff or the capability or the outreach to find it a new home. Yeah, Does that makes sense. Yeah, I get you. Yeah, I don't have a cat to bring you. Just <laughs> I have a cat to bring you. <laughs> Give me, give me some time until I can train Luna all the way. Maybe then... a cat will do her good, and then they'll like wear each other's energy out. <laughs> that would be two nice. Cats, actually, I have three two kittens. Cats? I have three kittens right now. All of them need homes. Look, listeners, if you're looking <laughs> for a cat, if you want a cat, Haley has some. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what is an uncommon fact about your industry? We don't just play with puppies all day. I don't know if that's uncommon, but it's um, myth. I, I thought that was exactly your job. No. Mm. It's not puppies and kittens all day. <laughs> okay. What's the strangest animal that you've had to work with? In my whole career? Yeah. We had a fox come in. That was fun. Do you turn any animals away? My clinic that we work at right now, we don't do exotics. And obviously, we don't do wildlife. Mm. Um... But that's pretty much it. Everything else we'll see. Okay. Cats, dogs, I guess. Not everything else. That's kind of limits it to cats and dogs. Like birds? You don't do birds? That's exotics. We don't do exotics. Oh, bird is an exotic? Mm-hmm. It's considered like exotic Like lizards? Medicine. Like reptiles? Exotics. Fish? I don't know. I'm sure they exist, but I don't know of any vets that do fish. I'm sure if you took a fish to uh, an exotic vet, they would do it. Interesting. But I've never worked for an exotic place so i can't really give you the best answer on that mm. interesting i've never seen anyone take their fish anywhere though i've only had a fish for maybe like four days and then they so you're a bad fish owner <laughs> i don't like fish i think fish are the grossest animal in the world why did you have a fish then um they were cheap <laughs> <laughs> just cheap. it was just like a, a random summer day and i was like i'm gonna go get a fish and i bought four of them and then, yeah, they had all um, moved on within a four-day time frame. Wow. Yeah. And it was not for me. Well, you live and you learn. Yeah. Um, I think I'm going to stick with dogs. I think eventually I'm going to get jellyfish. That's a fish still. Yeah, but they're, like, fun. Like, jellyfish, like, the little company I'm going to get it from, they're from, like, the U.K., and and it's more like for like a like a display, not to like actually have a pet, you know. Isn't that what fish are? Well, fish are ugly. Jellyfish <laughs> are cool. Like the cage comes with like lights, mm. so the lights change while the jellyfish are just like moving around. Yeah. I mean, go. Either. I'm excited. I mean, I mean, I like fish. I just don't want to take care of fish. Oh. I like fish are a lot. Do of you work. have fish? No. You have like every animal ever and you don't have a fish? I have dog two dogs, two cats, and a bird right now. I don't have fish. Yeah, but fish are like the easiest things. No. I don't want to take care of a fish. I feel like that's too much tank maintenance and there's a lot of stuff going into it that you don't know. Mm. It's like a lot of water quality. I not for me. I me like neither. watching fish, but I'm hoping the jellyfish don't require a lot. I think fish are pretty, not ugly. I'm gonna get canceled. What part of the fish do you think is cute? Or pretty? So, find ones that have pretty scales, and mm-hmm. then they swim around, and they're really cute. Yeah, but then you look at their eyeballs, and they're ugly. Well, don't look at their <laughs> eyeballs, then. I did do fish anesthesia in tech school. That was fun. How so, do you clearly do that? it exists, but... 
How do you do that? The Don't they just swim away? The anesthetic goes in the water and then they fall oh. asleep. But the thing about fish is that they, like, they have to move water through their gills to breathe. Mm-hmm. So you're breathing for them the entire time that they're asleep. So it's tedious. And that's what do you mean like you're fish. breathing for them? You have to push water through their gills the entire time that they're asleep or they're going okay, to Okay, wait. So you, you put this little thing in the water. Then do you lift them out? Mm-hmm. And you put them on a tray? Mm-hmm. And then you're putting shots of water into them? Yeah, you take a syringe and you put it in their mouth and make sure it goes over their gills and then they can breathe. So it's like automatic? Yeah. And then you're doing surgery on them? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not, but... Someone else. The, the vet, yeah. How do, how do you even test if you if a fish needs surgery? How do you know that? Shed Aquarium, they have different, I guess you'd call them, why can't I think of the name of those people? The zookeeper. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if they're technically considered zookeepers or what they're called. Um, in like the marine biology mm-hmm. part of the world, but they watch their fish like hawks. So this one's swimming wrong today. Why is it swimming wrong today? Yeah, I had a friend who volunteered at Shed Aquarium, and they're on top of it. I haven't been to the Shed Aquarium in a long time, but don't they have, like, one of those, like, cylinder things that go all the way up to the ceiling, and it's just filled with fish? I think so. And they're watching every single fish. That is I mean, so sometimes crazy. it's taking, like, like a broad view of every fish in the tank mm-hmm. are all of them acting this way are all of them okay is it just this one so sometimes it's like a general view of everyone in the tank and that's how you kind of have to do it but that is so interesting yeah so those they are people, on top your, of it. your job isn't to play with dogs and cats but their job is to watch fish like that's strictly yeah I'm sure they do other things. I think they do water quality and all that kind of stuff. No, but their no. job is it's to, what's wrong fish. with my fish and why is it acting that way? Yes, that's their entire job. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. So. Interesting. And that tech in that world doesn't do any of that, by the way. They just kind of, you know, my fish is acting weird. So now you're assisting the doctor in why your fish is acting weird. So would that be easier than your job? Because it's like less... It's basically the same thing that I'm doing now because I'm not, it's not like I'm at your home watching your dog, right? Mm-hmm. You're bringing your dog to me saying it's acting weird. Yeah. So it's the same thing, only it's a fish. It's a fish. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I'm learning so much. I'm glad. <laughs> what is a recommendation you would give a client when they go into your vet clinic? Do you call them clients? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is it like, if I were to bring in my dog, what would, like, something you recommend for me um don't send your husband don't send your boyfriend come with your dog and know why you're coming how do i know why i'm coming should i just be like oh like she's throwing up like that's what you mean or like i should do research and like self-diagnose her no don't (laughs) self-diagnose we hate that no no dr google no thank you i mean if you want to do research that's fine if you're curious i mean Mm. but that's what they're we're there for is to walk you through like what's going on but if you're telling me your dog is vomiting and then i ask you has your dog been eating and you tell me you don't know mm. like you need to know what's yeah. going on with your dog do i need to like let you know what food she's eating or just they, some, they will ask some places will ask most mm. people 
don't care, depending on where you go. Does it make a difference? It can. If it's a genuine food sensitivity, it can make a difference. If we're talking about vomiting in particular. Um, but I've had so many clients where it's not my dog. I'm just bringing it in for this person or it's my wife's dog. It's their responsibility to take care of it. And I don't know anything. They're the ones that made the appointment. You kind of know why you're coming in or we can't really help you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we can, it just takes a really long time for us to figure out what's going on. And then also put aside money for emergency vet bills. Mm. Yeah. That's my biggest thing. Yeah, I bought her, I bought Luna, and then immediately she had worms. Mm-hmm. So Puppies have always have that worms. That was a nice little... Surprise? Yeah. See that it I wouldn't wasn't have been surprised for me, but... Yeah. <laughs> All puppies have worms. All puppies and kittens have worms. Doesn't matter where you get them from, they have worms. So if you just bought a puppy from someplace, check for worms. Basically, <laughs> Take it to a vet. They'll do worm lesson. Um, but yeah, that's my biggest thing. I mean, set aside so bring a save yourself account. and have extra money just in case mm-hmm. if for x-rays, for blood work, mm-hmm. any of that stuff. I mean, emergency vet bills, I don't work for an emergency, but they can run pretty high. Mm-hmm. What is an emergency situation, would you say? Like, if you have a pet that's throwing up, would you recommend bringing them to the emergency room? It's just where it gets complicated. Mm. So... If they're just throwing up because their tummy's upset, no. But how are you supposed to know that? That is true. Right. They can be vomiting because they have a foreign body obstruction, which is an emergency. Um, I think that's pretty much the only emergency I can think of off the top of my head that would cause them vomiting, besides mm-hmm. poison or toxins. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. The, the like first two nights I got Luna, she was like throwing up. Oh, no. Yeah. And that was because of the worms. Because she yeah. was also eating her poop. Yeah, puppies eat so, poop. Yeah, her breath smelled so bad. <laughs> puppies eat poop. Um, but pretty much, if you're calling to make an appointment and then you're describing the symptoms to your dog, most vet places have enough experience to be like, that's an emergency, go to an emergency. Mm. And in that case, you need to listen because we don't generally, turn, generally speaking, turn away people because we know how, we, it's expensive, we get it. Mm-hmm. So if we can see you and want to see you, what can I say if I, like, go in to make my bill cheaper? Like, Nothing. <laughs> there's not, like, a secret, like, code. No. Like, if I, like, wink and I say, like, pineapple to, like, the person, they won't no. give me, like, 50% off? No. This mm. is why you need to have money set aside. Pets mm. are expensive, and I feel like people don't realize that coming in. Pets are expensive. Yeah. For food, Luna's food, it's, like, $25. Mm-hmm. That and is that's crazy. not even the most expensive food there is. No, I do not get the most expensive <laughs> food. <laughs> I definitely do not. But I treat her good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> um, okay. What advice would you give to someone looking to get into your field of work? Don't. That and I putting that on the You just said it. Uh, yeah, but we don't get paid enough. That's why we're short-staffed. Don't. You don't recommend going into this field. No, anyone will tell you that. Be rich. <laughs> Be rich. And then get into this field. The doctors? Be rich first. The doctors aren't rich? They don't no. make good money? No. The doctors? No. I mean, they make better money than I make, but I'm mm. not a doctor. You said my field of work. Oh. Don't. 
don't. Okay, well, say someone is set on going into your field of work. There's no changing their mind? No, you cannot. <laughs> None at all? You cannot change their mind, and you have to give them advice other than don't. Don't. Um, find a clinic. See if they'll hire you. See if you like it. Do the work first. Not go to school for it. I mean, if you want to spend $2,000 a semester and then mm-hmm. find out you don't like it. So you can get a job there without going I mean, to school? I mean, I started in kennels, and I still did tech stuff. Like, we can't draw blood, we can't place catheters, we can't monitor anesthesia. But I can still restrain dogs, I can pull up vaccines, I can talk to clients, which is most of your job. Mm. Try it, see if you like it. Okay, try it first. And I mean, that's not the only scope of things that you can do. Mm-hmm. It's not just general practice, but if you don't like that, find something else. Do you feel like you need a specific, like, personality trait to like this job? Or, like, a specific, like, skill? Or you you just have to like animals? Or even that, you don't even need to so do. Our first, <laughs> no, I think you need to like animals to do that. <laughs> our first class, they said... Everyone gets in saying they don't like people, and that's why they got into it. Mm-hmm. People are attached to their pets. That There's always people going to be a part of your job. So I feel like having patience, compassion, and good communication skills, at least the ability to talk to a client about what's wrong with your pet, ask questions, you can't be shy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm shy. You are shy. But I can still talk to a client. Mm. So... Because it's about animals. Yeah. But if it was about something else. Yeah, <laughs> don't talk to me if it's about anything else. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then you have to really think about your mental health too. Compassion fatigue is a big thing in this industry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, We are second behind human doctors in the suicide rate, so. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't do it. <laughs> it's, yeah, I couldn't. <laughs> you have a good support system and then get into the field. I'm here for you. <laughs> Um, okay, what is one thing in your career that you are glad happened? What do you mean? Like, just like a career path that, like a career decision you made that you were happy about it, or, I don't know, your favorite memory. I don't know. Answer that however you want. (laughs) (laughs) Um, well, I'm glad that I took the time in school, because they make you do externships and stuff, to go explore other things and see other clinics. Mm -hmm. Because now I have ammunition and I have things in my head, in my new position as a tech supervisor, that, hey, I can do this to make it better. Mm -hmm. Or this is how they do it here, and this is why I think it works over there. Or I don't like how they did this here, I like how we do it better. Mm -hmm. So I have ideas, I have knowledge, I have... It's not just one clinic and that was it yeah i have other things to draw from that's smart i feel like that's good with any career too Mm -hmm. what is something you would have done differently in your career not done it (laughs) (laughs) how did i know that was going to be your answer you just knew that already (laughs) i would have said no thank you okay Um, if you couldn't say no (laughs) obviously i can't i'm here um Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I don't know. How do I answer this question? I think I would have. 
I don't know if I would have done things differently, but I can see how I want to move forward now. Like, this is, I don't want to be here forever. Mm-hmm. I want to move. I want to do other things. I want to see other things. Mm. So I don't know if I do things differently, but I definitely, going through what I've been through, I know where I want to go. Does that make sense? What things impacted you wanting to move? Like, knowing that your current position isn't your, like, long-term thing. Like, just bad experiences? It's not a bad, it's just not what I want to do. I want. I went to my job in Wisconsin because I wanted to do large animal surgery, and that's why I left because I wasn't doing large animal surgery. Um, I don't like general practice. I want to do. I think my next step is to try um, emergency and see if I like that better. I don't hate general practice. Mm-hmm. I still do a lot of the things that I like to do, but mm. I don't want to be a general practice. So can you go into, like, emergency, or do you need more, like, schooling? No, you can go in, but I just took the position as the tech supervisor. Oh, so you probably shouldn't. So I probably shouldn't <laughs> just be like, bye! Yeah, bye. They, they might not give you the best recommendation. <laughs> no, they probably wouldn't. Um, and I kind of want to see where that takes me to. I've never been in, like, a manager, I'm not a manager, but, like, a supervisory role. Mm-hmm. So I kind of want to see how I am at that and if I'm any good at that. Plus, it looks good on your resume. Yeah. So right now, what would be, like, your dream job? Like, would it be going into emergency? Or you still don't know yet? You have to I feel like I have to explore a little bit more. Yeah. But I want to try emergency. I've always wanted to try um, research. Um, there was a brief moment in time where I wanted to do exotics, but I don't want to do exotics anymore. Um, but I think that eventually all technicians kind of phase out of working in a clinic and they go into other things mm-hmm. mostly because there's not enough money in it but do you ever want to be like the the surgeon like the, t- the vet yeah, yeah the vet briefly once when i was younger and why dumber. not now and it's too much responsibility for me like i am more than happy monitoring it i'm more than happy you know helping out and doing that stuff but i don't want to be in charge of diagnosing a pet i don't want to do it wrong yeah. i want to be in charge of saying they train hey, you I mean, I mean, well, yeah, but <laughs> I only have so much emotional capacity. Okay, okay that's fair. I don't want to be the one that has to sit there and tell you your dog's dying, and you have to like. I don't want to be that person. Yeah. So. Yeah, I could. Plus, I, every single day they like go into the rooms, and I walk out, and I'm like, I'm so glad I'm not a vet today. <laughs> Would you say it's more like happy stuff or more sad stuff going on? In the vet world. Yeah, like like with the animals that you see. I think that the sad stuff is what weighs on you most, so that's what you think about most. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, people get puppies. People, you know, love their dogs. You get to see happy, healthy dogs. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a little bit of both, but the sad stuff is the really sad stuff. Yeah. Like, we see some of the worst things that people can do in the vet world. Yeah. In terms of treating other living creatures the way they treat them. But Very nice. Is Very nice. <laughs> you said it's mostly sad stuff. Well, not that it's mostly, but it takes more of a toll. And it we're does. trying to move away from the sad, you know? We already talked about putting animals down, so. <laughs> no. Plus, you have to deal with clients' mental health. It's a yeah. whole big thing. Yeah. But, you know, we try. We, that's why we all have a 
gross, sad, morbid sense of humor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is there anything else you would like to say? We're not done yet, but we're done with the interview part. Oh, Is there there's a, more? Yeah, there's more. I'm excited. It's something I'm, I'm trying. Scared. It's something I'm trying. I was not warned. No, that's the point. It's like a surprise. Um, is there anything else you would like to say like that, that I didn't ask you about or that you just feel like should be mentioned about your career? Pay us more. Please. And stop being mean to us. Please. We are doing our best. <laughs> Who do you want to pay you more? Like, the clients? No. Like, can I you mean, accept tips? Can do I? Do people give tips? People, I have had people give me tips, yes, but... That's generally speaking only people who I'm pretty sure have a money tree growing in their backyard. Mm. I get that Batman is expensive. Um, I think that there needs to be some movement in the industry in terms of, I mean, there is pet insurance and stuff like that, but I feel like there needs to be more outreach to clients to say, hey, don't get a dog or a cat if you can't afford to pay for it. Let me ask you about pet insurance. Okay. Do you think people should have pet insurance? Yes. I think that if you're getting a puppy, you need to get pet insurance. And what does that cover? Like medical? Like all medical bills? Or is it like where it's like I need a... I am not an expert on pet insurance, but for my... Well, why not? Because I don't have a pet insurance. (laughs) That's what a lot of the technicians do is they quit and... Well, they don't quit, but they move into pet insurance. Because they can do like claims adjustments and stuff like that. Because Mm -hmm. they know they have like the medical knowledge and the... I think what most people look for is if you can tell what a chronic disease is versus not. Mm-hmm. From what I understand about pet insurance, most of them will cover unexpected expenses up to a certain amount, mm-hmm. like same as medical insurance, like your medical, like your health insurance, mm-hmm. um, but they won't cover wellness visits. So vaccines, um, your regular wellness exams, they won't cover that. And they won't cover chronic illnesses that, at least the one that I know about, won't cover chronic illnesses that were discovered before you got pet insurance. That's why it's important to get it as a puppy. Mm. So they'll cover skin issues, but not if it was a chronic issue before you got coverage. Yeah. Yeah. Do I just get it, like, through my my own insurance? You'd have to do research. The only ones I know about are True Panion. I think Nationwide has mm, I'm with some all pet state. insurance. Mm. But you'd have to do some research. I don't have pet insurance. Yeah. Okay. But it helps a lot because then they send the claim and then you get your money back and all that stuff. Yeah. I feel like it helps from the clients that we have that actually have pet insurance. So I'll have to look into it. Okay, so we're going to play a little game. I'm scared. I'm on Quizlet. Oh, God. And what if I'm dumb and I don't know the answer? Well, here's, here's what I was thinking. I'll say a word and then if you don't know it, just say, I don't use that word. You know, so then it's not that you don't know it, it's you don't use it. You know? I'm scared. Okay. Okay. Well, now, since we're not on video, I planned on, like, showing it to them, (laughs) so I have to do it a different way. Okay. A coddle. So that's a directional term. Coddle means closer to, like, the tail. Wow! Why am I being quizzed? That's your right. (laughs) Because it's fun. You don't think this is fun? I'm just <laughs> curious. We'll only do like five. Oh. Capillary refill time. Capillary refill Capillary time. Capillary refill time. It's the amount of time it takes for like the blood to refill 
in an extremity or I don't know how to explain it. I know what it is. Mm, interesting. You know what it is, but you perfusion. can't explain it. <laughs> it's about perfusion. Quizlet says the time it takes for the vessels in the mucus. 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 That's how you spell mucus. <laughs> interesting. And you, you do it on your fingers. That's capillary refill time. Like what? if you if you press on your finger and then you watch, yeah, how long it takes to turn pink again? That's capillary refill time. It assesses perfusion basically. Perfusion is not mentioned. Well, that's what it does. Mucus membrane. Did you okay, ask wait. for me to answer the question? Shh. Yes, it you did. It says takes time. T- it's the the time it takes for the vessels in the mucus membranes to return to normal after being pressed. That's what I said, essentially. You said a different word, but I'll give it to you. I said perfusion. Because that's what it's assessing. Okay. Auscultation. Auscultation. Do you want me to say the word first? Yeah. Would that be better for you? (laughs) (laughs) It's um, to listen. You're like listening to the heart of the lungs. Listening for the sounds produced within the body. You're pretty good at this. My best. Okay. Alopecia means loss of hair. Wow. You're so good. Why is this surprising to you? I feel offended just a little bit. I'm thinking, I mean, with my job, I don't really have, like, vocabulary words because they're all, like, company-specific. Mm-hmm. But, like, my degrees in communications, if you were to test me on communication words, no. Like, different kinds of, like, communication styles and could not tell you a single thing. And that was what like, I had to take a whole ago. communication class before I could even get into the program. And I don't remember any of it. Yeah, no. It was like open listening or active listening, all mm-hmm. that stuff, reactive listening. I don't know what any of that means. No. I'm, I needed a degree, so I've got a communication. I'm sure I'm supposed to, but. Okay. I can't see the card for this, so we're going to do it like. Where did it go? We just might be done. Are you just picking random ones? Like ones that look interesting to you? Yeah. <laughs> Koena? That is a... Ooh, is that a bird term? I think that's a bird term. I'm right. I don't know what part of the bird, but... A slit-like opening on the roof of the mouth in a bird. Yes. I recall now. Um, yeah, the Quizlet has 132 ones, but the rest of them are cost money. So, <laughs> I think we're done. <laughs> oh, we can do this one. A cat bag? Yeah. What do you want to know about a cat bag? What it is. You put a cat in a bag. <laughs> <laughs> it's a restraint device. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, you're right. A restraining device consisting of a zippered bag with several openings for treating different parts of a cat's body. I have never, ever seen one used, ever. So they're pointless. Is what I mean, you're I've never seen one used. I don't. Would you have been in situations where you needed to use it, and you just didn't, or they're just like nah? I mean, fractious cats are a whole world of their own. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if I can get them, if I can get them in a bag, I can get them. We call it a kitty burrito, and I can do that. And is I that feel like, like I can get like in a blanket, in a towel. Yeah. Or if they're that bad, then I'm just going to sedate it, and that's how it is what it is. Or I'm going to send you home on sedatives. So. Yeah. How many questions did I ask you? I have no idea. I don't even know either. I, I think you only got, like, one wrong, though. 
So which one did I get wrong? The um the bird one. I knew what it. I knew well, it was a you bird. Said bird. I'll give it to you. Thank you. You got five out of five. Don't do exotics. Yeah, that's true. You did say that. I did say that. You got five out of five. So that was fun. I'm glad you thought so. <laughs> I was really nervous. What if I didn't know? That's what it would have been funny. Mm. What if a technician listens to this and she's like, she didn't know the answer to that question. She's so dumb. Take away her license. Yeah. And then you would have got fired. Yeah. And then you could blame it on me, but also not really. (laughs) (laughs) People don't know where you work. You're selling this. You're selling this interview thing. I'm going to go tell everyone how fun it was. I'm going to go tell everyone how fun it was. How professional I was. How (laughs) professional. Oh my goodness. Um, okay. <laughs> I don't know how to end this. So, thank you for coming on my podcast. Um, I appreciate you being the first person to. <laughs> thank you for allowing me to be the guinea pig. Thank you for listening to this episode of Young or Dumb. I hope you enjoyed the subject and learned something new. Make sure you like, subscribe, and leave a comment of a fact you learned or what you want to hear next. And remember, be happy and be chill.